You're right. You didn't Honestly, you didn't finger punch my I fart think. box. <laughs> And welcome back to Give, Give it, it to Me, me straight. straight. I'm John. And I'm Jonathan. Okay. Jonathan. Jonathan. And I'm Alex, your lovely host. On this brisk morning. I'm sweating though. <laughs> I want to be on that Calm app that you have. What? And I, that app that you have, oh. Calm. Be like, and this story is by John. No one I was would walking li- in the park one day. No one would listen. I think so. I think I have a nice, like, deep miserable voice miserable that's the point no one's gonna fall asleep to you but your... it's a slow voice anyways a lot of things a lot of things we're gonna make it quick though okay talk to me about your high and your low my high let me let me talk about my low first <coughs> my low was that we did not dress up for halloween and i don't know if we ever have actually that's a lie I think the first year we were dating, we did dress up. I was a disco head and you were a disco bro. A disco bro? <laughs> I guess. Like, what would I call it? Like, disco man? I just man? had a mishmash of clothing on. Or you... And I looked like a jazzercise yeah. um, homeless person. But anyway, my low is that we have had a plan of what we want to dress up as every year, but every year we're working. And so that is my low. I blame also, Alex for that. Also, my low is how much of a Scrooge you are on Halloween and you don't want any of Elaborate. the kids. <laughs> so we had a wedding this past weekend in Rochester and we were driving home on Sunday, which was Halloween. And I guess kids around here trick or treat during the day. I feel like I always went at night as a kid. Well, but... they also do that because there's so many sexual predators out there now. Okay. But that's not your parents yeah. are with you when you go. I'm at just night. saying I, I still think it's now everyone goes out during the day because of bad things happening at night. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe it's just too cold at night <laughs> or the sexual predators. Who knows? So we were driving back all day from Rochester and we got back around like four or five ish. And there weren't many trick or treaters. But as soon as we get home, John shuts the blinds. He goes, turn off the lights. We're not home. I was like, what a Scrooge. This is now going to be known as the house that is lame. OK, first off, we the weddings in Rochester, like it was just like a whole weekend of like weekend. talking to weekend it was a whole weekend of talking to people and being around people i just wanted to like i need to decompress John, they're children I shut you the just, lights off i just wanted candy. to watch the, the tv show plus we have two dogs barking like crazy every time someone came to the door i was like that's it put the bowl candy outside we're done <laughs> mr scrooge. alex was not having it well no i just I'm, again i don't think you have to be a scrooge on halloween to little children but that's my low <laughs> at least i'm consistently a scrooge though what's your low john Oh, my low. Wow. I had I had all this stuff written down, but my low has completely changed. Uh, the night before the wedding, we're watching a show called Made, which if you haven't seen it yet, it's actually a really good show. Yes. I was into it. On Netflix. It. You know, we're, we're like going to bed pretty much watching the show because of the wedding the next day. And Alex like big spoons me, mommy spoons me, reaches hate, around. We just had dinner. Why do you dinner. say mommy spoon? I mean, that's what Does it felt your like. mom spoon you like that? Has your mom ever spooned <laughs> you? I don't know. I just felt like nurtured what about daddy spoon <laughs> i've just felt nurtured but i'm watching the show she mommy spoons me and then like <laughs> reaches her arm across my stomach and you know i just ate so i'm like sticking it out 
And she jams her fucking finger in my belly button. Like, who the <laughs> fuck wants that? At least I didn't jam my finger up your butt. <laughs> I, I probably appreciate that. Too. You're right. You didn't. Honestly, you didn't finger punch my I fart think, box. <laughs> I think it would have ended the same exact way. I don't way, care. Though. Anyways, she sticks her finger in my belly button, and I lose my mind. And that's what I'm saying. It would have ended start the same. Tickle attacking her, and she's just like. She's so flexible. She just kicks me in the face. No, I didn't kick what you happens. in the face. I wrap my legs like up in the air to she try to push. She kind of squeezed me. To try to push you off. But Alex I hasn't had a pedigree, pedigree, whatever. <laughs> a pedicure, like John. You know she it's a pedicure. Hawk talon from a toenail. And she, <laughs> I hear a pop. And she took a chunk out of my forehead in between my eyes. A chunk out of my forehead. And just starts. I already knew. I was like, I'm bleeding. <laughs> And, you know, we were drinking. <laughs> so You're being so dramatic. It my wasn't blood was that thin, bad. so it wouldn't stop bleeding. So then I was up for another hour just like dapping, dapping, dapping and trying to get the blood to clot. Didn't I'm, happen. I'm just Strapped glad. Strapped a band-aid to my forehead, went to bed. I'm just glad that I had my summer foundation with me because I have it when I'm more tan. And that's your all-around color. And it matched you very well. So the next day for the wedding, John was like, what are we going to do about this? Am I going to walk around with a band-aid? I was like, I have concealer. Let me put Here's it on. Here's the other thing about that. I was like, what are we going to say? I mean, it's just a, such a freak accent, stupid story. You just say it sounds like we wife, attacked each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like we were abusive towards. One I was like, did I fall out of the shower? Did I hit the, my head on the no, corner? I was or something? like, just tell the truth. You're such a terrible liar. I know. So just yeah, tell the truth. I, I almost was like, maybe I'll just say like you scratched me with your fingernail in your sleep, and you're like, no, no, because I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but then when we told, when one person finally asked us at the wedding about it, we told them the story. And like we thought it was funny, and they kind of just like brushed over it. Well, they were just like, "I'm sure wrestling." Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I was like, no, our clothes were on. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Anyways, that's my low. That's your low. My other low is we're literally recording this podcast within 30 minutes of me uploading this podcast this Tuesday morning because we recorded yesterday and I lost the whole fucking thing. So we're doing it over again. You know what? I this blame is, Alex. No, uh, you didn't save it in the right spot. File went missing. Technical difficulties Whatever. again. I, um, so it's 5.30 in the morning today, and we're talking about our highs and lows. Here we go. So what's your high, John? Let's end this on a high note. My high. My high is, you know, I'm, I'm taking a look back on this year. I'm taking a look back on all of our experiences and all the knowledge I've gained and just like all the weddings we've done, and I feel very, I feel good about accomplished. Like, aco- you gonna let me finish? <laughs> I was getting there. You seemed feel, like you were struggling. I wasn't. I feel accomplished. Yeah, I feel accomplished. <laughs> I feel like I've learned a lot, and I feel more confident in my abilities as an editor, as a creator, creative, creative, and as a filmmaker. Cool. I love to hear that because I feel like. It was a long journey for you to be excited about this. I didn't say, did I say excited? <laughs> did I actually say that? I'm excited. No, no, no I never said excited. Didn't. But like, it sounds it's like nice it. It's nice to learn new like traits. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes, John, that you're I excited. I look dead inside. No. That Which you eye? Love my two eyes are the one you made in my forehead. <laughs> you look like a cyclops. What's your high? Uh, well, no, going off of that, I will say it is a double-edged sword because the more that you learn, the higher your standards get per wedding or like per shoot or per video, regardless of what we're creating. And 
I feel like if it doesn't level up to the last one, I'm disappointed in myself, even though, you know, there's a lot of things that are out of our control, but I just want every single shoot to be better than the last. And sometimes but at the same time, it also makes you like such a better yeah, creator, you have creative, to think outside of the box, but right. you know, it's a good thing and a bad thing. But my high, as lame as this is, is our long drive upstate and back down was the leaves. It was so pretty seeing six the, and a half hours of leaves and every little mountaintop. I was like, "Ooh, that's pretty. Uh, yeah, oh, that's pretty. Look at know, the fog coming off that mountain." I'm like, "I don't give a fuck." You know what's annoying though is that you cannot take a picture on your phone and it do it justice. So I didn't even take a single photo. Your dad was like, "Did you get any pictures of the mountain?" I was like, "No," because it didn't look as pretty as it did in my own eyeballs. You know so. what? We really should have stopped and did a yeah. drone, drone shot of it. Well, we were over it. You at know that what? Point. <laughs> It is what it is. It was raining the whole time, though. Yeah. But uh, that was my high. It was just really so pretty. I thought that by this time of year, further up north, I don't. I wasn't sure if there would even be leaves on the trees, but there were. And it was just so beautiful, and it put me in the best fall mood. I was like, play all the Lumineers, play all of Taylor Swift's album Folklore, play all Kings of, of Bone Iver. I want it all. And it was just the best vibe. And you drank your pumpkin spice latte. Yep. Or whatever. Pumpkin cold brew. Those are so good. I'm going to maybe get one today. Are those high in calorie? Pro probably. <laughs> mm. Any like fancy schmancy drink from Starbucks, I feel like is just full of. Now that we're going crap. on like, uh, we're going on a little month long diet. So we got to watch what we eat. Counting our macros. Before Hawaii. Before Hawaii. I fell yeah. apart last night. I ate raviolis. I was starving. Ravioli? Whatever. It was fine. So anyways. What are we talking about today, John? No, 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 no. Alex. No, you're not ready. You tell the. You tell everyone. You tell the listeners. Why? Because is it going to be? Because I fucking forgot. A Honestly, lesson, just... a lesson for you. I think that's why. So today's episode. I think this is a stupid topic. Is about living in the moment and just slowing down overall. Because I'm sure one of you listening has already taken out your Christmas decorations. Although Halloween was two days ago. I'm not going to hate on you, but you're you're fucking crazy. I'm all about just fast forwarding through all the holidays. Go back to summer. John would be decorating for Fourth of July if he could right now. That is, you know, that is like <laughs> my favorite holiday, and I never get to celebrate it. What did we do this year? We didn't have work, did we? July Fourth. I think it was during the week. What did we do? Uh, I mean, I know we had a wedding that weekend, but yeah, I don't remember. Anyways, uh, normally I feel like I, I just want to be at like a lake house for Fourth of July. I I never get to go. Yeah, and they always look so cool. People on their little wakeboarding boats and like stuff. hot dogs. Sparklers, fireworks. That, that's number one. <laughs> your hot dog. Your hot dog. Ooh, baby. <laughs> but little Italian sausage. I just, okay. I think people <laughs> in our society are so quick to rush to the next thing. Like, I haven't been to the mall in forever, but I'm sure that it was decorated for Christmas a month ago. But, well, who goes to the mall anymore? I don't know. People, I mean, if you need like a last minute as thing, as soon as you I go, open that door to the mall, I immediately stressed. want to turn around. Yeah. It's just, it's too much. We went before Texas, actually. So we went. I know exactly where I'm going, though. I'm like, September. one shop, turning around, leaving this right. nightmare. If you're going to the mall, you have a mission. Remember when we used to go as kids, though, and like hang out there? I never really hung out in the mall as a kid. I would go for like the movies. I feel like I would go with $20 and be like, I'm going to spend this $20. You $20? Yeah, cause I would like work, <laughs> babysit money. Oh, I had quarters. You had $20. I had 20 quarters. John, I was rich. I would have been your uh, sugar mama back then. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> 
But this is an ongoing debate with Alex and I because I'm definitely a half glass full kind of person. And opposite. Opposite. <laughs> I'm half glass empty kind of person. And I'm always like... Your words are so backwards. Half I'm glass empty. Whatever. It's, it's so early. early. I don't know. I just feel like looking back on this year, even though my high was like the experiences and all that bullshit, blah, blah, blah. It's just like I'm ready to move on from this season because there was just so much going on this season. I'm just ready for a little relaxation time. So I do want to fast forward to this. Well, there's something to be said about setting a goal and having milestones but then rushing through your journey just to get there and what do what do the people say it's about the journey who the, who says that i don't know it's some quote that fucking people put on shirts or something it's <laughs> it's not about the destination it's about the journey to get there i'm gonna make a shirt that's like it's all about the destination <laughs> yeah but the, live the high but moments that's the issue fast forward through the bullshit when you get to the destination you're just gonna have you're just gonna set another destination so are you ever gonna be fully happy no but we're really, this episode is talking about living in the moment. Again, just appreciating the the things around you, where you're at. Because I think also us being wedding videographers, we see it all the time. People at wedding ceremonies who do not, who are not engaged in what is happening. And the officiants time and time again have to make announcements. Put your phone away. Enjoy. We have professionals here. And Aunt Barbara, center aisle, has to stick her fucking arm out and block the bride coming down the aisle. Like, just, can't you just watch her with your own two oh, eyes? I feel like technically she's in the moment. She's like, I want this moment to last. I'm going to video this moment. What, with you, my what is she going to do with, with her iPhone video or her iPhone photo? Show of all of her friends, Sally, Barbara, Mary. Okay, fine. Whatever. My point is, I just think people are not engaged. Remember that TikTok you sent me the other day of uh, the Zed concert, and it was really sick to the uh, Squid Game song? I don't think that's how it went, but... <laughs> But everyone in the crowd had their phone up and was recording. It's like you can't just have one person recording. Also, what, when the fuck are you going to look at that video? Be like, no, it sounds really good. Yeah, rewatch. Well, I mean, everyone did watch it on TikTok. So I guess whoever did post it. I guess if phone. you were like videoing it for like a, a memory, just yeah. take a picture. I was at this concert because you're not going to listen to that. It's going to sound like shit on your cell phone. My, I, yeah. Again, I just think that everyone is so fast paced and on to the next thing and ready to jump into something new without actually just like sitting and like not, I'm not going to lie. Honestly, this whole podcast episode can be summed up in one movie click by Adam Sandler. Oh, that's actually wow. John basically just watch yeah. Adam Sandler. That's a good also analogy. It hurt my heart just because Kate Beckinsale's gorgeous. You know that and, I like he fast forwarded through having sex with her and like having good times with her. And then and at the John's end, they like, got divorced. And I'm and like, what John's, the fuck did you do? John's like, if I was having sex with Kate Beckinsale, I would, I would cherish slow that time every up. second. I would film that. I would keep John, that memory. Do you guys want to know that every day I asked John, number one, I'm like, do you want to make out? This is just my question. I, I should I should put that on a shirt. Do you want to make out? But I also You put that on a shirt. Mine's put me in a home. I also have another question that I asked John. And it's like, if you can make out with anyone in the world, who would it be? And obviously, I want him to say me every single answer, Kate Beckinsale. One, at least I'm honest. Two, you're a liar because I know it'd be Jason Momoa. Yeah, 100%. So I respect that. You don't ask me, though. You I don't want to fucking know. Never, I don't want to talk about you've it. You've never said, hey, Alex, who would you make out with? Like, if we were walking down the street and Jason Momoa just happened to be there. Okay, go well, ahead. Just do it. I'd be like, Alex, just. He's taken, though. I'll he's married. Him. I'll ask so him for you. I'm respectful. I would I'm gonna never. Get one of the, I'm going to get that little geometric 
tattoo pattern on my arm you, that he has. You think that I want trident a jumping out of the pool? Will you stop talking? <laughs> <laughs> you think I want to jump your bones enough now? Just add more tattoos and come out of water. And come out of water. <laughs> you better back back up, boy. I need some ideas for my tattoo. Anyways, so <laughs> yeah, Alex is all about talking about being in the moment, blah, blah. And I'm actually really bad at that. I, I constantly, I'm ready for the next thing. I've always been like that. I'm just such an efficient person. I have my day structured. And like my goal is always to be able to maximize my time at the end of the day so I can like do something I want to do, like me time or whatever, right? So it's like, what do I have to do to make that time be longer, like my fun time? And basically, I need to work on that. So what are some ways to be better at being in the moment? I think by disconnecting from outside factors. Like if you're hanging out with friends, I know that people have talked about this before. We're like, you have a no phones rule. And if you have like an emergency or whatever, I get that you need to have your phone on. But there's nothing worse than hanging out with a friend who's not engaged in your conversation because they're distracted by another conversation that's happening on their phone or they're scrolling on social media. And it's like, you're here, but you're not actually here. Like your body is physically here, but you're not mentally engaged and having a conversation with me right now. And that is like a, a huge pet peeve of mine. Right, right. And you you hate me for that because you're like, whenever you're with your friends, you never talk to me. Uh, <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> I'm just saying, just a little update, you know, of like what you're doing, making sure you're alive. Yeah, yeah. I Th- got that'd it. That'd be nice. When I don't hear from you from like 24 hours, yeah. I check in more than that. Okay. My point being is that you, if you are with a group of people, you should be engaged with that group. You know, being mindful about being present is super important but you could just do that by disconnecting from the social media world all right so like limiting distractions yeah right yeah okay give me something else um i need all these tools um uh i don't know maybe meditate or read a book (laughs) (laughs) okay i think again just tools (laughs) read a book (laughs) read a book things to slow down time which time is so fucking fast and it is the uh what is it the number one unrenewable resource uh, what proverb said. did you get this from <laughs> the interwebs but you can't get oh, that time. I, you know i think warren buffett actually said something yeah, about some, time but time just does go so quickly and again like we touched on this yesterday in our episode that disappeared that we don't have kids but i feel like watching my niece just grow how quickly she has in the past year you know, I know how stressful it is. I don't know how stressful it is, but I see from my friends and family how stressful it is to go through the growing pains of having a kid. You're so tired. There's sleepless nights, but it goes so quickly, at least from an outsider's point of view. <laughs> I'm like, your life went you, so quick. Like, yeah, that was like a snap. <laughs> yeah. You keep saying, like, it goes so quick. Like, how the fuck do you I know? Don't, I don't fucking know. But I feel like it does. Like, look at how old we are. Do you remember being kids? Like, we're so fucking old. Well, you're old, John. Please don't even bring up my childhood. Every time we go on a road trip, I get in like this deep nostalgic feel of like me growing up. You do. And just like, oh, these mountains remind me of the mountains of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Living in the middle of nowhere. I know. Where you used to dip and do bonfires on your Friday nights. Dip, bonfires, listen to Sublime, do a little mud bogging. I did not blend in well where I lived for sure. In high school on Friday nights, my friend and I would bake funfetti cakes and eat the whole thing wow you're crazy i don't know that's what we do yeah because we had like nine hours of dance practice the next day i digress but time just it goes so quickly and i just feel like 
if you're constantly thinking about the next thing, what's happening next week, excited about something in the future, you're never going to be happy or satisfied in the moment and what's going on currently. So I think just being mindful of appreciating where you're at. You know, I think as where I was you're at, who you're with. I was saying earlier that like, yeah, setting goals is important and um essential, but don't let that steal your joy from what's going on now. Sounds so cliche, but it is all about the journey. That's cute. Not your account. You know, you guys do whatever you want. If your life sucks though and you want to fast forward, I feel you. Like I feel like I see the light at the end of the tunnel the end of this year, I cannot wait to get to that light. It's about balance, Sean. You know, do you? Because I feel like you're never going to be satisfied, do what, do, what, do, what do we know, you know? No, what do you know, John? What do you know? I'm just saying, <laughs> neither one of us know. We're giving you advice that uh, we don't fucking know. Do what you want. Live your life. Live in the moment. How about that? I don't, mm, we're going to agree to disagree. John, oh my God. You're just going to be a miserable Scrooge forever. This is just proving my theory. You, oh, humbug. You... <laughs> It's bah humbug. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, humbug. <laughs> uh, is there anything else? I don't know, John. What else do you have to say about rushing through life? I want to rush through this podcast. To end, John, to, you know, on a final note, I will say, just because I feel like we say it in every fucking episode and it's very morbid, tomorrow is not promised. Life is so short and people around you might not be here tomorrow. So I think another thing to just like live in the moment is connect with the people around you, but just make sure that like you're... So call everyone on your phone, not text call, them. But like if you do think of those people, give them a call. Who the fuck cares? I don't know. Whatever. That's it. That's all I have to say. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Tour segment. <laughs> I don't have what? I don't have anything to say. That. You're right. Call them, text them. Whoever's important in your life, be there for them. Be there for them. Moving on to our next section. Would, would you, you rather? rather? All right. Do you have a question for me, John? Oh, I do. This is a question from one of our listeners. Would you rather be trapped in a pool, like a saltwater pool, with a great white shark? What, like not a chlorine pool? Well, just to <laughs> clarify, it's a pool that the shark could live, survive. Oh, okay. You're trapped in a pool with a great white shark. Or you're trapped in a cage with a lion. Two go in, one leaves. You know what I'm saying? One of you has to die. So I, which do you choose? So which would I rather die from? Because I think I'm losing both of those fights. If like they're coming to attack me, I would probably rather get attacked <laughs> wait, by wait, a lion. Wait, wait, wait. What's that Will Ferrell? It was like nine times out of ten. The other guys. What, is, what does he say? About the lion and the tuna. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now we've had a taste for lion. <laughs> Anyways, okay. <laughs> probably Such the, an underrated movie. Okay, but if I'm going to die either way, I would probably rather die from the lion because at least he's cute. I'm not as terrified looking at the face of a lion as I would be swimming in an open pool with a shark roaming around. Oh, hell no. That thing lurking underneath you. Because I think they come from the bottom. But if it's like just spending an hour in one or the other, I'd still probably choose the cage with the lion. I don't want to be swimming with a fucking shark in a pool. No. No. But you know what? Like in an ocean, I'm okay because they're in their element. They they have other fish around. They're not coming for me. You don't fucking know that. You, you just, don't You're know. just so terrified of sharks. When Alex the other day was like booking some excursions for us in Hawaii, she's like, we're going to do this snorkel trip. I'm like, fuck. No. We're going diving. We're, we're not diving. Yes, we are. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Going diving in Hawaii. There, it's going to be like the movie go, Open Water. Gonna They're going to not count me, and then I'm going to be stuck out there. You're going to let me go by myself then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah of, I will. Thinking about, I'll... <laughs> 
like monitor from the surface. <laughs> You're gonna throw fish food on me. Be like, when, she's down there. <laughs> <laughs> While they're like doing their check marks for everyone that goes in the water, I'm gonna be right next to them with my own clipboard. Be like, did you get <laughs> Sally and Mike over there? Ten went in the water, buddy. Let's get all ten back on the you boat. Don't, you don't trust them. I don't trust them. Yeah, no, no. You'll have a mai tai in your hand oh and a clipboard God. in the a other. A mai tai? Do you know me? <laughs> a mai tai? Yeah. I would have shots of vodka. No, no, vodka soda. Anyways, I would choose <laughs> the line also. One, because I'm definitely afraid of God, sharks. This wasn't your question. Well, but I'm going to tell you my reason. Nobody cares. But also because I feel like you have a better chance at survival against a lion than you do a shark. Would you though? Because I feel like all you have to do is pop a shark in the nose or the gills or something and then... But I guess either way, like to enter, only one leaves. Like one of you has to die. So like what's your best chance of success of surviving? A probably... No, how are you going to kill a shark? Oh, oh, oh. like you, you have kill- to kill yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not going to kill either of them. I don't know. I just I feel like I got a chance. Maybe maybe in the lion's cage there's a rock somewhere. Do you get a tool? No. No, it's just like whatever's Why did I say a tool? I'm at a weapon. <laughs> Do you get a weapon? No, you don't get a weapon. Cuz I just feel like you might have like his own little water pit over there to drink water from. And then you're just going to choke steal, him out. I'm going to steal a rock from his little like water <sighs> pit. Would, There's more items in a lion's cage. I feel cage. like I couldn't k- kill a lion. It would remind me of just a big version of Kobe. And it's just too fucking cute. As he's mauling your face. It is what it is. He w- he didn't mean it. It's his instinct. Okay, whatever. Well, at least we will pick the same one. Well, I also have a animal-related question for you. Ooh. This is also from a listener. So our listeners must be on like the same wavelength. Um, It's actually from our wedding photographer, Sam Lido oh, Photography. Hi, Sam. Her. She's amazing. Okay, would you rather fight a chicken to death every time you got into your car or fight an orangutan once a year but you get a sword oh i'm just kidding that's a fucking easy question sam uh obviously the chicken (laughs) every day and hear me out but you would have to then kill something every single day how exhausting would that be be? killed by an orangutan you know how strong they are yeah but you have a sword but still like you could get murdered by one of those you can't die if you die by a chicken (laughs) that's your legacy (laughs) death by chicken no so but you're but that's what you're saying. You'd rather because kill a chicken every day. Because my success rate is 100% with the chicken. Unless somehow it's a rooster and one of his claws cuts John, my artery. You think that I have sharp talons that slice open your forehead. Yeah, you at might- least I'll be prepared for this, though, <laughs> knowing that the chicken's coming for me. Yeah, and that's true. Also, I guess you'll have uh, fresh meat on the table. I'm going to get a, exactly. I'm going to get efficient with it. I'm going to go in, wax that chicken real quick. <laughs> and then, you know, we got wings, chicken breasts. I got dinner for us. Fresh caught dinner. Listen, I'm with you, I guess. It, I just think it would be tough and exhausting to do that every single day. But would I want to fight an orangutan once a just year? Just really wake you no. up. You're getting in your car it's like, like 5.30 in the morning. It. Here we go again. Just every- going off Wait, on you. Or is it every time you got into your car? So like, it's not just once. A- I would never drive. I would ride a bike everywhere. Scooter, I'd just scooter. Yeah. I'd be like... Let that chicken skeet, die skeet. in the heat in the car. <laughs> oh and then your dinner is ready for you at the end of the day. <laughs> okay. So we got that answer there. Good questions, guys. Sometimes it's about killing animals. And sometimes, sometimes it's poop, about fecal matter. Yeah. You never know. You never know what you're going to get. So shall we jump into our segment? Give it to me straight where we answer all of your burning, burning questions. Just ruin it, John. If you guys have any questions, send them in, guys. We will answer them anonymously. You could email us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com. All right. Question one, John, what do you have? 
Okay, Alex. I've been living with my parents for the past two years now after being laid off from my job. During that time, my parents and I have gotten so much closer. At first, I thought it was going to be a nightmare moving back in with them, but it actually has been a blessing. I worked on and off for different companies during that time, but didn't really find anything I enjoyed. Last week, I finally received an offer for a job that I'm very excited about. The downside is, is that they want me to relocate to a different state. My question is, how do I break the news to my parents in a way that won't hurt their feelings or make them feel like I'm abandoning them? Well, you already lived away from them so i don't know why unless they like are relying on you for care or anything i don't know why that you would feel like you're abandoning them like you moved back in with them i feel like if your parents love you enough to let you move back in as an adult they probably are going to be genuinely happy for you yeah. if you find something that you're passionate about right and i and i think too you moving back in i'm sure it wasn't like i'm back for good like they knew you were going to leave eventually you have kids i don't think that your end goal is to have them in your home forever but i would just bring it up into a conversation with them and just say hey i applied for this job i'm super excited let them know that it's important to you you're gonna visit it's not gonna be the last time you ever see them again and it's just what is gonna make you happy yeah like i'm i'm sure they're gonna be sad like you guys have been bonding over the past years and it's been a great time it's true like whenever we stay with my parents like leaving is tough because i'm just like wait when am I going to see you? But again, once you go away, you're like, oh, adulthood and freedom. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, I, I just, again, I think they'll be happy for you. But don't wait. I mean, there's no point of waiting. Don't <laughs> last minute. You're like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm out. I'm yeah. leaving tomorrow for right. my job. Give as much heads up as you can. And then maybe just do something nice before you do part ways. Um, it doesn't have to be a sad thing. But congratulations on the new job. I mean, also in today's day, it's easy to get trains, planes, you drive. Zoom, you know. FaceTime. Oh, that's right. FaceTime yeah. them. It's perfect. Yeah. We had a lot of practice with that over COVID. Okay, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you got this, bruh. All right. Question number two. Two. Hi, Alex and John. My wife and I are struggling with planning the upcoming holidays and how to split our time with both of our families. For the past few years, we have lived very close to her parents, just about 15 minutes away. So we spent the major holidays with them. This year, we moved. We live about four hours away from both of our families. I would like to spend at least one major holiday with my family since we haven't been able to in the years past. However, her mother has been extremely vocal about us making the trip to celebrate both Thanksgiving and Christmas with her side of the family because it has now been tradition. My wife agrees with me that we should travel to see my family this year, but how do we break the news to her mother who isn't an understanding person? So wait, did they had uh, the holidays with her mother last year? It seems like in the years past because they lived so close to her. I mean, they need to be alternating. Yeah. I mean, holidays can uh, always you're be an adult. tricky, but like four hours to go either way is a big trip for you guys. Like I wouldn't even, I'd be like, you guys could come to me. Right. <laughs> like, I know. That sounds exhausting, but I'm sorry. Her mom is going to have to understand. Just like bring up the conversation and say, hey, I'm sorry if you feel like we're abandoning you. What like what is with parents and people feeling bad about hurting their parents' feelings? I guess. Well, who wants to hurt their parents' feelings? I'm not saying that you do. I'm not saying that. <laughs> What's bad with that? You know, but fuck them. Like, but like, why is it always walking on? Like that wouldn't even cross my mind. I'd be like, hey, mom, we're not going to make it. Love you. Here's a gift basket. Right. Like, and one thing, too, I would say is you don't have to celebrate that holiday on the actual holiday. Right. You know, your family has never done that. We've always gotten together with your parents for Christmas way before, way after the actual holiday. Same thing with New Year's or Thanksgiving. So 
I don't think that you have to put that much weight in that actual day. You guys could still get together. I I could see though, like my family's different, your family's different. Like we literally both have families that don't celebrate on that day because someone's always busy. My family's been in healthcare, so like one of us is always working on the holiday. But I know, and I know families where it's like that day is sacred. Like yeah. they need that day. I, I don't I don't understand it, but like I know that there's people like that out there. So that's got to be tough. I think there's two things you could do. Like you said pick a different day like at least you're trying to accommodate a little bit to them where it's like okay i can't be there for thanksgiving i'll come the following week for a couple days if you really feel like you need to make that trip or you can have that miserable experience of hosting yourself and having both families come to you or alternate years so now we're giving you three options so like i know with my family not like me and you specifically because we're just traveling around everywhere but a lot of people in my family they'll do one year you're with your husband's family for Christmas and the next year you're with them for Thanksgiving. Like it's, you just alternate the years and the holidays. It's just like, it's about compromise, you know? And I think it's tough. The bigger your family gets, like once you have kids involved and everyone just wants to be around, but it's just, you guys got to figure it out and split time with your families evenly. You know, you both want to see your families and the holidays are definitely an important time for that. So. I mean, good luck with that. I I don't, I don't know how they're going to react. What if you, what if you went to them and the first thing you said was like, listen, there's three options. <laughs> There's three Choose options. Choose one of the three. Oof. Or or like give them two options and push them towards the one that you want. I think that those it's are good. It's a mind game. Those are good options though. Pick another date, have them come to you or alternate years. Done. Exactly. Look at that. That was actually some solid advice we just gave. Yeah. Sometimes we got it in us, you know? Sometimes we don't. Maybe we should record all of our podcasts at 5.30 in the morning. Or a second time. <laughs> yeah. We're way more efficient during this episode. Than- very true. <laughs> Are these like shorter episodes then? Because like we've already had this conversation right. basically. We pretty much. So we went from like an hour and a half to like 30 but minutes. But I feel like we've missed things. Like, I don't know. Did we Funny things. Did we touch on We did on a lot things? more laughing yesterday because it was, you know... An enjoyable time. Now this is like a rush time. Like, get this out. So early. Exactly. Just like our topic. Like, we got to get through this. That's true. Yeah. Uh, We went against what we are advising. But you know what? Some days you just got to do that. So that's it, guys. If you want to leave us a review and share this with your friends, we would really appreciate it. Definitely. Guys, definitely send us some would you rather. Send us your questions. We love to hear from you. Yeah. If you want to find us on Instagram, you could find us at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. We're on TikTok at Give It To Me Straight. And you can email us at hello at Give It To Me Straight Podcast.com. Like, subscribe, email, email, review, do all those things. Give me five stars. Give me five stars. Give me five stars. But we love you. And we will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.